<laughs> now we're live. Jimmy's not here yet, but it's starting. Here we are with Post Roll Podcast. It is recording. This is the one you're going to hear when you play it. But if you're catching us live on Facebook, you go to Jiu-Jitsu Pilgrim or Post Roll Podcast at um, Facebook, and you're going to find us. We're there. And we do our live streams there. All these are done live there. And you catch a whole bunch of really cool content beforehand where we talk about garbage and nonsense like we just did. I love it. Um, there's Jimmy singing. But he's not in the room yet. He's coming. So uh, today we're going to talk about UFC. We're going to talk about life, jujitsu, and my favorite segment ever, fake MMA news. It is Post Roll Podcast. So, thank you to our sponsors, GJJSAV, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world with the best dude in the world, under the best dude in the world, double best dude, which is unbeatable. So, uh, check it out, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, it's on waters, off of waters, off of Duran, off of Truman Expressway, off of Islands Expressway, off of the 95, off of the United States. Come train with us, man. Ian's going to make you his bitch, he said. Or girl. He said girl. Also, we're going to thank Monte Factor. This is I'm drinking this Monte that I got from Monte Factor. It's got chicory. Here's John Eden. It's got chicory in it. Uh, Grant, Grant says uh, the, the training facility is on 70th Street. I agree. So, uh, anyway, this has chicory in it. It's uh, dark roasted mate. It's amazing. And if you want uh, a, the kind of mate buzz that makes you have to think about how fast you're talking, <laughs> then go to uh, Mate Factor. And uh, they're the best cult, I mean, store for mate ever. There he is. Or will you get stabbed? Come on, Johnny. That's some violent jits. So, uh, John Eden uh, wrote these lyrics with no help from anyone. Uh, and he's talking about stabbings. It just makes you wonder, what? where'd this guy come from? What happened? What happened to John Eden early in his life to make him think that he's got to learn jiu-jitsu so he doesn't get stabbed in training? <laughs> street jits. We're going to discuss a little bit of street jits today, too, in the episode. Uh, this is episode 19, and we are proud to bring it to you. Um, we also want to say thank you to uh, anyone else who will send us anything free. So... Uh, it has begun. Uh, I may as well read the fake MMA news. No, I'm not going to do that yet. I'm going to start with the topic. Um, different uh, different teaching jiu-jitsu teaching styles. We're going to talk with Jimmy about this in a minute when he shows up. But um, different jiu-jitsu teaching styles. So there's two things happening. Well, four things, right? No, I don't know math that well. But uh, here's the deal. You got your... Jiu-jitsu styles, which are many, right? And then there's all the things that they've decided are not part of jiu-jitsu. Like at some point they abandoned legs and didn't want them a part of it. And there's, it's debatable why. And then now that it's all legs. And sometimes you see a, 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 a battle where we're going to talk to Gary Tonin about this eventually. But um, I think they're going for legs so much that they're missing key opportunities to catch arms and, shul- and uh, shoulder locks and chokes. I see them pass by. I see it. And I'm like, ooh. 
wheat. And uh, and I think it's because of it's it's hard. You know, hey, it's the same principle. If you're going for legs all the time, why ignore 50 percent of the body? Right. There's the, you forgot about arms. So um, anyway, there's all these different styles of jujitsu. We all know this. <clears throat> but then there's these different teaching styles. And I've traveled all over the country training under everybody, and I've seen everybody teach. I've, I've trained. I've even been at Hoyler seminars, and, ta- and you know when I trained under under Mario Aiello's at whom I taught. I've been to Henzo's and trained under him. I've been I've been around a lot, and and then his students, and they all have um, different teaching styles. That's an individual thing. So jujitsu is as individual as that, and so all these variables create so many different variables in the actual competitor that's learning under those circumstances. So you have so you have these teachers that don't think about that. And then you have the teachers that do think about that. Jimmy's here. And you have um and you have why I think James is like super powerful as a teacher is because uh I'm going to say hi to Jimmy. Um is What's because good? he thinks about that. He makes a conscious decision to uh you know to bring to 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 bring the best possible um, way of teaching, you know? What's good? What's good? What's good? Hey, man. Good to see you. Good to see you, too, bro. All right. Your hair looks beautiful. <laughs> it was almost worth it. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a haircut. It was the only time it could be done. <laughs> Barbara's talking and stuff. In there, I'm like, uh, can we cut my hair, please? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Paul Gavlin says, finally. <laughs> It's like it's so hard to rush a barber. You're like, uh, just cut my hair, and he's like talking to dudes, like, oh, what's good, what's up, what's up, oh, man? how you been? Oh, you were at the barber shop. Yes. I've never been to the barber shop. You know, you know, I should have known when you said you were put. Don't put the barber shop before a podcast. I, 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 That's I a hang. To. I had to. I, I, I had to cut in the morning. You should have gone to a white barber shop. I, I, I have all morning. That's but you don't have all. You should have gone to like the hair salon because <laughs> then they'd be like, okay, thank you. Uh, that'll be twenty nine. It usually 50. takes like thirty minutes to cut my hair, and dudes just like talking. Yeah, yeah. People coming in. He's like, oh. Oh, man, I got to answer this. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I need this cut, though. Yeah. Because I have a video shoot. I'm doing it. It there. doesn't look a ton different. No, you, you <laughs> no. You're ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go one shot. All right, there we go. That's All us. Right. Hey, hey, everybody. Um, welcome, Jimmy, into the podcast. Uh, we are rocking and rolling right now. And right, uh, we right. were just, t- I was talking about different, t- uh, your note, actually. Okay. Different uh, teaching styles. Oh, like, man. Where was yeah. it? Where was it? Yeah. That's right. I see it. You saw it. There it is. Different teaching styles um, with all uh, – yeah, different jiu-jitsu teaching styles. In my opinion, yeah. um, the reason James is so powerful as a teacher is because he makes a conscious – he consciously thinks about how he's teaching and what the greater what the greater effect is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely thinks about the, over, the overall But a uh, lot of people don't. Message. So you have these great competitors and even great teachers instinctively. Yeah. But, but overall, structurally, they're not as good because they're not making a conscious decision about how they – instruct right and something that's really great about james is james well the way he teaches he creates this like connection to systems right so he he makes a clear connection to okay we're in mount we're working mount okay this is how mount can lead to the back and here's how this position leads to this attack and here's how you can just be open he keeps it kind of broad but it's very detailed but it's like broad it's a broader like scope of uh perspective i wouldn't i mean i I don't know what's going on in his head but it feels like he knows coming in that like um He's keeping instead of focusing too much on this, he's mm-hmm. he's keeping a broader view yeah, yeah, and yeah. making sure that he's always got a theme of branching. Yes, from one thing Elsewhere. to another. And yeah. I was talking about earlier. We were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, um, the uh, uh, cha- submission chains because I was watching um the Dan and her guys. I was watching uh Gordon Ryan. And, oh yeah, and oh yeah. Nikki Ryan's really good at training. 
class. Yeah, watch but, them. Used to watch but them. I was watching him teach. I was watching a couple of teaching things from like Gary, mm-hmm. who we are maybe able to talk to later if if we uh, get to <laughs> if, if we get to the probably yeah, won't. We're hopefully. running way out of time. But anyway, he <laughs> he uh, he. He has a, a it's unbroken sub- chain of submissions. Yeah, it's, and he kept talking about that. It's an unbroken chain. You can't once you break the chain, you got to reset and find your chain again right. and get in that. And if not, you lose, and that's it. Yeah, you got to keep that simple, man. You, you've got to keep attacking. Which is funny to me that it's like this is like seems to be like a new idea in jujitsu. But it's simple. But it's like something James has all since day one. It's been like yeah. on the attack. You should be on the attack. There should be a, a progression of submission attack and attempts because that keeps the person who's defending on the defense. Yeah. If you're just chaining attacks. Oh, they defend that? Cool. I got another one right up my sleeve. Pop, pop, bam. Yeah. And so just keeping that mentality of attacking continuously is like it's blowing people's minds. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like It's like Danner just came out with his new DVD and it's like new wave jujitsu and it's like. It's not really that new. It's <laughs> it's more like he's the way he's restructured it. It seems like people feel like they've never seen it before. But Pedro's been doing this forever, and James has been teaching this forever. You know, even when like even when Gordon and Gary came, I would look at James and be like, "Damn, I saw that. I remember you teaching that like two weeks ago, or like just the idea or the concepts, you know." But like so, so many people don't get that kind of instruction. Which yeah. is to me, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm so sad. There's some people training. Until you show up at a competition, yeah, and then you're like, thank God they're not getting that kind of instruction. <laughs> Or or until yeah. they show up to open mat on a Saturday and they're like, whoa, whoa, you're white belter. Yeah. What the heck's up with your white belts? Oh, <laughs> what are you teaching these guys here, man? That's another thing I want to talk about is like I, when I was traveling around so much, yeah. some places you go and you're whipping up on – I was a blue belt whipping up on purple belts and mm. brown belts catching them. And they weren't just having an off day or, or trying something new. Yeah. Like it was like their levels were different. Oh, yeah. And then I would go to some schools and everybody in the academy is killing me. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like yeah, – the, yeah. the new guys. And I'm like, what is happening in here? Yeah. Why do you guys all have such a good fundamental understanding of – in, <laughs> in one in one case, it was uh, this place. Uh, shout out to Fox Valley Grappling. Uh, from uh, it was founded by uh, Bill Krieg, our okay. friend, oh, the police Krieg, officer. Yeah, police officer. Yeah, yeah, blue blue line BJJ. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bill Krieg. Shout out, man. That's that dude. Love that guy. And uh, anyway, he he. Um, he wouldn't. He had to go to Rodrigo Vagi. He had to bring him up there to promote. He wouldn't promote himself at all. He wouldn't promote belts. Oh, really? At all. So he would have uh, Vagi come up, and and Rodrigo Vagi uh, could only come up every once in a while, and so. Uh, and then he was like stingy with the belts too. So these guys stingy were like with the four belts. or five year white belts, and I'm getting two. Yo. And I'm like, what? <laughs> talk what about is, sandbagging. These guys are killing me. <laughs> like, why are your white belts so good? And he goes, Well, that guy's been training 15 years. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like what the now heck? It makes Promote sense. that guy. <laughs> Slap the belt on him. Yeah, I was getting owned. <laughs> yeah, but it made me feel bad about my own jujitsu. But yeah, yeah there's but so many, it. there's so many different teaching styles. But I think I'm, it's all about this. If you want to be a good teacher, mm-hmm. and you want, and you want to look for a good teacher the one th- key thing needs to be in it okay the, per- the teacher i think has to have and you can even have a discussion with them about this and get a sense of whether or not they've done this yeah it's it's the superpower james has he's sat with this thought and this idea and he's mm. making conscious decisions about everything he does mm. he's yeah. not reaction based in any way the way that he because he's instinctive as a as a grappler or anything he's a student um at the highest level and yeah. you know what I mean? And and he just keeps making conscious decisions about how he relates this information. Yeah. And he and he re, re I think he just is constantly reconnecting with that conscious decision. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree 100 percent with that. And I think one key component also is visualization. Mm-hmm. I think the ability to visualize jujitsu is what is going to separate you from anyone else. You know, James doesn't drill. He, he'll, he'll even admit this. He doesn't drill ever, but he drills in his head. 
Like he sees things in his head and he drills it over and over again in his head and he envisions things. Yeah. And if you can have that quality, man, you can you can be in line at Chick fil A doing jujitsu, right? Well, yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. in line. The other guy doesn't see it coming. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm, th- I'm, I'm thinking about you in my head oh, in Chick fil A, right, right. yeah, visualizing you <laughs> whipping that ass. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, by the way, shout out to Joel because Joel was on the mats the other day. I heard about on, this. On John said mat. He, he was killing him. Yeah, boy. Yeah, John said he was, how'd you like his movements? He felt good. I was a little like, better. Little, yeah. yeah little, there's some things we were fixing, you know, when we were training together. The things yeah. that he was doing that that before that I think we fixed. Yeah, it's you know obviously he's not training all the time, so it's a little different. He's not training all the time, and he's only training with one specific right. body type. It's hard. Yeah. So so I think rolling with me kind of threw him off because like I'm lanky just like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, I know you're rolling. You used to roll with Colin, yeah. and you know it's all compact and whatnot. But no, no, calling no. me stubby. <laughs> Just got called stubby. You, your words not mine, buddy. <laughs> you want to be stubby? I'm a stubby. <laughs> Stub, stubber, stubber. All right, let's get to. Uh, we got to do yeah. this segment right now. We got to do the fake MMA news. Oh. It is. It is time fake for noticias falsificadas. News. The news that is not real because we made it up, but it is the news all the same, and you can't uh, unhear it once you hear it. In boxing, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is scheduled to fight two of George Foreman's grandsons in an unsanctioned two and a quarter round battle that will include no biting, tickling, or actual strikes. No in tickling? fact, in fact, what? they may have the competitors in two different rooms during the fight. Wow! That's <laughs> and and on the underground uh, on the undercard, Bruce Lee's third cousin's ex roommate will be fighting Jackie Chan's sister in law's Pilates instructor. Wow! You think they're reaching? I think that's a hard reach. That's a heavy reach. All right. In Jiu Jitsu news: Horian Gracie and the Gracie Family Trust <laughs> has filed an uncivil lawsuit in Brazilian family court against Dean Lister. Mm. The suit claims that Lister, the double ADCC champion and double wide jaw holder, has forever polluted <laughs> the sacred family art of Jiu Jitsu by bringing a attention to the dirtiest half of the body said lister i'd be afraid they'd kick my ass but they'd have to use their legs ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, mean words from lister that is the dirtiest half huh <laughs> high rollers cannabis jujitsu uh Blaze promotion it. has announced that it will be starting launching a long it's long-awaited new mma promotion called mmma Oh, meth mixed martial arts. Damn. Each fight will be scheduled for 26, 15 second rounds. And in between each round, the competitors will completely clean the cage. Oh, my God. Since none of the fighters actually have teeth, they start with the plan. Um, uh, oh, 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 no, they don't have any teeth to start with. They plan to use all the mouth guard money they'll save on Sudafed and cleaning products. <laughs> and that is the fake MMA news. Noticias hey. falsificadas. Hey, mouth guards are hella expensive, actually. All the news that is not real, because we made it up. But now you've heard it, and you can't unhear it. (laughs) I told you that's fun. (laughs) Oh, that's a funny, uh, fun button right there, that sound. I like that, I like that, I like that. that. Jimmy Jimmy, uh, has not heard that yet, so that's new. All right, Uh, let's talk UFC. Okay, all right. You you and I um, talked a little bit about the Kevin Holland thing, and then I talked with these guys about it, how he was talking too much. Did you look at it at all, oh, at the uh, highlights? Versus uh, Brunson? Yep. Yeah, I'm like, he was talking to Khabib. He was talking to Khabib <laughs> and, and, and Dana. His, and not his corner. Not his corner. <laughs> and, and then during the actual fight, he was talking a lot. And then he yeah. waved him off in the last 20 seconds. He's like, nah, man, you won this. And I think uh, what I was saying is like, you clock out early, man, Dana White. 
he's gonna fire you just yeah. like any other job. It, yeah, it just didn't look good. It was it like did not. You gotta keep fighting. And then in the first round, he's like trying to throw heavy punches. You know, I'm trying to knock Brunson out, trying Only. to make, trying to make a statement, and he just misses this one hit, and Brunson slips it, and Brunson goes for the takedown, and that's when like the change, the course, the pace of the first round, uh, first match just completely like changed on him. Yeah, because he was throwing hands. Yeah. He was hitting him. He was hurting him. He knocked him down he for a second. Him, knocked him down. Yeah, knocked him down, down yeah, on his knees. He got up. Hands and feet. Hands and feet. Like, he's walking he's around like, like oh a bear God. crawl. <laughs> You're like, the fight's over. By the way, that's why you drill bear crawl if you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all the kids in my kids' class, you guys are going to be good. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. You guys are going to be When you right. get knocked out, yeah. then you can you have somewhere to go. You're like, walking around like a bear. You got a backwards bear crawl out. <laughs> Come on. What are you doing with yourself? <laughs> so anyway, go. So, uh, so yeah, it looked bad. It just looked bad. It looked like he was trying hard. And that was like, what, the biggest fight of his career? That was the one, man. That, that was, was the, the pivotal one. fight. His yeah. big shot to kind of move into contender. Yeah, and, and you know he he was he's highly ranked. He's ten, I guess. Brunson was seven, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know he could have easily gone because he's it would have been a tear for him. But the problem was, and Dana said he thought he had a mental breakdown, which it kind of looked like that a little bit. Well, yeah, he was frustrated when he couldn't knock him out early. I think mm-hmm. I think yeah. you know he put all his energy into the first round. He put all his energy into throwing those heavy hits, and he, he got a couple slipped. Man, I think that takes a lot out of you when you're throwing punches at people. I'll throw another thing at you. I think he couldn't get up. Oh, really? Oh, I think yeah. that's what bothered him. When he went to the ground. I think that was yeah. frustrating because that's what he talked about. He's like, I'm trying. Yeah. He told him in the third, in between third and four, yeah. three and four, he was like, I can't. I, can't, I don't know. I just, I'm trying. And they were talking about getting up out, out from under Brunson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't do it. Dude, I mean, that was brutal. I mean, we've all been stuck in like bottom half, bottom side, or whatever it is. Keys you, know? you in Sucks. on a frustration level you'll never have doing anything else. I mean, you could be sitting in traffic and still feel better, <laughs> but you got Grant laying on you. <laughs> <laughs> scarf hold, Grant, Grant's in scarf hold, putting pressure on you. Oh God, yeah, submitting people by With pressure, rib cage, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, yeah. the other question: best submission for MMA. Uh, best submission best, for best, MMA. Best what is the best submission? If you if you are a, a, a Brian Ortega, right? Yeah. Oh, is he? No, no. Uh, T City. Um, yeah, T City. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh no, who's the? Uh, I'm thinking of the other guy. But anyway, who? If you're a high level jujitsu guy in yeah. MMA, what's your what's your uh, go to? Is it just kind of case by case, or what's a, what's kind of a high percentage overall? I mean, with guys trying to hit you, rare naked choke. Taking the back and choking seems somebody like the one, seems right? like the one. If you can take someone's back and choke them, I mean, come on, it's yeah. over. It's just it's a wrap. So it's work wrap. that one. <laughs> yeah. Or or I would say like some cra- I've seen some crazy like shoulder locks from the back too, or like uh, yeah, or like just some just Kimura's bait. What's one you don't gnarly. see a lot of that you feel like it would be good for MMA? I feel like that happens a lot. Where uh, you watch them like, guillotines. why is he doing that? Guillotines. They're not hitting them I when they should. I, I don't know if it's because of the glove or what. I just don't see guillotines like that. They're not finishing them right. Yeah, or like or like Darces or anacondas or like. There's so many times when people are in like bottom side that they can go for like a Japanese necktie. They could just yeah. shoot that arm in and go for their darts. At the very least, it put them in a position where they could just beat the heck out of the guy. Dude, Dar- you know? Darce oh, is that was Guayaki? Dar- yeah. Oh snap! Yeah, Darce was uh, Darce was happening for a while though. There was a big tear of it. Remember? Do you remember that? Was it? Yeah, dar- everybody was darsing each other. Thank you, thank you, for, you, the, thank you for the. Do you remember key. that when dar- when everybody was darsing each other? In, that was in MMA in, in UFC. Oh, it was no, all yeah. of a sudden everybody was hitting darses and and then it was a big deal and and then um because I remember I was work- I was training at Home I taught at the time and then we all started talking about it. It really? was a big deal. Yeah. Really? But, uh, but well, then it went away really quick. Bring it back. I don't understand. <laughs> all right. So best uh, best submission for a street fight. Ooh, I mean, shoot. Uh-huh. Arm and triangle. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, head and arm triangle. Head and arm triangle. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
just just from mount, I mean, dang. For standing, just just. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it in standing. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Uh, yeah, maybe a triangle, honestly. Yeah. Just just top side. If you if you, if I sit on top of you and triangle you, man, I'm just sitting there looking at you. I could beat on you, yeah, I could break your arm. I could break down. your arm yeah. if and I you wanted can still to. See your surroundings. I'm looking around, yeah. you know, yeah. And their hips have no effect on me. Versus yeah. like if I take your back and I'm on the ground I'm kind of I'm being pinned You know When you take yeah, someone's back not good Technically you're being pinned To mm-hmm, the ground Yeah You know what I mean I mean I could get you off of me But it's not good So I don't know Yeah you could I, get kicked By a friend or something Before you You know by his friend His friend yeah. or, you know, or his girlfriend comes in And stilettos girlfriend. And just like shanks you With the stilettos oh, heels God. Yeah dude That's a thing huh That's <laughs> Out in these streets, Colin. <laughs> I, don't know about, I don't know where you be at. <laughs> in these, these streets, streets bitches got some Bitches got stilettos, dog. <laughs> Red bottoms. This ain't the hood. This, this is bloody shoes, okay? It's a nice neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. They got, they got, got stilettos. stilettos. Got stilettos, okay? Y'all in Beverly Hills, you might get stiletto stomped. Okay, so watch out. And that's where the barbecue clues. And your mom. Barbecue clues and your mama. And <laughs> your mama. <laughs> uh, all right. You, best uh, submission for domestic disputes. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why that's funny, but <laughs> yeah, best. Uh, no, I'm not talking about like your uh, spouse or something, but I'm talking about yeah, like, spouse, uh, yeah, your, your like girlfriend, your, boyfriend. No, I'm talking about like your uh, your brother in law spouting off at the barbecue. He's had too many, and oh, he's like, man. "Come on, Jimmy, I uh, can take it." And he's is he drunk or not? Uh, sure, maybe whatever. He's whatever. He's, he's whatever. A, he's, is he is he on meth mixed martial arts? Yeah, maybe he's training for <laughs> MMA. Is he training for MMA? <laughs> no, he's training for. Is MMA. that a funny promotion idea? That, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Do you remember the lady that was in uh, Vegas that was an Uber driver? She was oh, that wasn't she? Yeah. She was training for MMA. Yeah, yeah we've had some. Yeah, just, just the diversion. We've had some weird Uber drivers. We have. Yeah. We had, what, what was that one guy's name that was talking about money? And Can't he, remember And, and, and he told all. us all those stat, the stats about, yeah. like, uh, about, yeah, anyways. Um, Dude, we got to have a po- You and we, I should we, do Ridecast, where we just go and cruise around and I record sh- conversations with Ubers. We should do that. Just sit in the back and bullshit. Let's do a, p- a post-roll Ridecast. Post-roll. <laughs> we roll, and then we get and in the back of Ubers. And Ubers and drive around town we just try- and record conversations. <laughs> Can you just take us over here and then add a new location? All right, take us over here. Add we a should new location. really do that. And then and tip them nicely or something. And then, and, and then call another Uber. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. We need to get sponsored for that, too. It's like I'm doing it. Shoot, let's all right, do it. Right, that's fun. Yeah, you guys want to fund something. I'm going to put a uh, what is it fans only or a ch- donation button and <laughs> it is specifically for ridecast what do y'all want to see yeah you want to see us ride around yeah <laughs> where what do y'all want us to be at we can be in any city we can be in memphis we can be in miami vegas vegas, vegas. is gonna be the mecca of weird uber drivers yeah what about miami uh okay that's probably pretty yeah, good miami yeah, vegas yeah. yeah but i don't know you go to these small towns and it's like you know it's crazy yeah it's like my name's zeb and he pulls up in a truck there's hay in the back oh, and he's God. like yeah yeah like, all right well he's in between like hay deliveries <laughs> he's got a horse trailer and the yeah. horse is in it yeah yeah like, oh okay i'll hop in here yeah <laughs> it's really like that where it's these little towns but they're you know that's that's a great idea once it hit the smaller uh markets that's when it's <laughs> little towns of like 1300 yeah. people like population of 1300 yeah and you're catching an uber from like it's yeah, 200 on a, kilometers. On the back of a flatbed, and it's a. Uh, what are the join ones with it? With more than one person? Is it. What do you do? Hitch, you, you're hitching it? I don't know. What do you call it when you, when you Uber with another person? So Uber Rideshare oh, or whatever? Uber, Uber X or Uber. I um, forget. Yeah, but you yeah, put Uber X. It's a flatbed, XL. and like, there's like five people on the flatbed. That's, with you. That'd be so great. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all on their way to a meat packing plant. What the Wait, wait, where do we get? What was that last question? How do we get there? Uh, we were talking about domestic disputes. Oh, that's so right. So, what would you do if your yeah. brother-in-law was coming at you at a barbecue? Oh yeah, uh, 
And Barbecue Cleaves wasn't there to calm it down with some great expression. Okay, well, of course, I would slip the punch and drop and uh, do a, take, a double leg takedown or something. Here's what John says. Definitely arm drag. To, and he's had a week to think about this because we talked about it last week. <laughs> Definitely arm drag to back take and sit down, rear naked down. choke. Oh, rear naked choke. Okay. You're going to rear naked choke your brother-in-law? <laughs> I, <laughs> might, I, I might uh, dive in for an Iminari roll and go for like an inside heel hook or something. A uh, heel hook. That's what uh, Paul said. <laughs> Paul said heel Hell hook. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to rip their knees apart. Rip, rip yeah. them apart. I'm like, dude. Cripple you know, them for life? Really? Not life. I mean, yeah. eight months? That's not bad. That's, not bad. <laughs> That's life for some so, people. Some PT. Maybe he might need to slow himself, slow his roll for down. For a drunk guy at a barbecue and, who's and coming PT. at a, a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, yeah. that eight Maybe months not. might be life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the decisions he's making? That's life. He needs to slow down and be on those on those crutches for a little bit. Maybe yeah. think about what he's done. Think about his decisions. Think about his decisions. All right. Would you rather watch uh, UFC or MMA, an MMA promotion on TV? Wait, wait. Before or that live? question, how about you answer that last question? What's, what's domestic your... dispute? Yeah. Um, what about you? I don't like Rene Kachok because I've done it before. Okay. Uh, John Eden says you're savage. Um, so uh, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. It feels like there's too much for him to get you with. I've been hit in the face with a uh, skull before. Yeah, and he could, he could claw your eyes out back of, here. He's got sharp two nails. hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you do, if you well, t- technically he doesn't have two hands. If you but, do it right and you isolate yeah. the arm, the limbs like you're supposed, supposed to. to like you're yeah, supposed but to. It's a perfect world. That's yeah. Maybe That's, it's not gonna work. You know, you're in a fight, so. Maybe he's got it free for whatever reason. He's you know got this, no, and then he's got his skull, no, and it's gnarly. I, I'm, I'm putting him in the bucket. I'm isolating one arm yeah. with the leg. I'm going underneath with that underhook and trapping that pinky to his body and looking at him like, dude, are you going to stop? Yeah. And then I'm going to bite his ear off. I like getting behind the guy, tossing him to the ground hard. I just like, yeah, let's take that out of context. I like getting behind the guy, behind the guy, behind the guy. I like to get behind the guy. A little sound bite? I'm taking that sound bite. I like to get behind the guy, behind the guy, behind the guy. So you made a little jingle? Behind the guy. Behind the guy. Um. Yeah. So, and then, and then, can, can, I like the idea of controlling him from from the back for sure. I'm but sure. there's so much going on that, like, I feel like there's a better way. Just body a triangle, know. body triangle them, and there's less. I think the standing, less, the standing arm triangle is pretty darn good. True. Yeah, because it's almost like a gift wrap. He's, you've got yeah, just, everything's away from your face, and you can sweep them, take them down to the yeah, ground. Yeah, you and can then just, sort of from there you can move. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, we were saying, uh, would you rather watch it live or or? Uh, or you know, be in the room live and watch a fight, a, mm. a fight promotion. Or would you rather um, uh, watch it on uh, TV? I'll say this: I've only been to one fight live. Actually, no, that's not true. I've been to two. Me too. I, I went to Peter News fight, uh, like maybe like a couple years ago, which was dope. And then uh, James Corner for that too. James and Brian um, from uh, Iron Mortai, they uh, they cornered him for that. That was a pretty interesting fight. Was and it? It was. It Why? Was, I mean, because. Pete was just throwing hands with the guy and grappling. I mean, Pete's huge, and the guy was trying to come at Pete. And Pete's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, so composed. I'm like, dang, man. One he's day, pretty calm. He's, he's pretty calm. He's like a calm dude. Like, man, I'm, I'm yeah. a, he's an army ranger. It's like, what is this guy going to do to me that I've never seen before? You right. know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, I'm walking out of this alive <laughs> no matter what. So. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, it's, it's either yes, me or you. It's one. a win. Right. <laughs> If you got to do, if he dies, he dies. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's already in that mentality. The other guy might not be. You know, the other guy might be like, yeah, I don't know if I'll kill a guy. Pete's like, yeah, you got to so die. You got to die. Did Pete win that? Oh, Pete won that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember you, how. I think it was. Was he more technical than the other guy? Definitely in jujitsu for sure, and, oh. and striking more tie. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, Pete's a beast. He was a purple belt at the time. He's a brown belt now. Yeah, but. yeah. I'm curious if like if composure can overcome technique in some cases because I'm sure it can. I mean, look at what happened with Holland, right? That's a good yeah. example. Yeah, composure has a lot to do with it. So it, a guy like Pete, he could fight above his level. Yeah, and I'll give you an example. In my last fight, I don't think I was really composed at all. 
I think I had a lot going on. And my technique was there. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're composed and you have a decent amount of technique, that can take you farther than if you have a bunch of technique and you're not composed. Yeah. So I think that's how that works. But uh, I, I honestly, I would, I'd rather watch a fight live. Yeah, okay, sage it up, man. <laughs> Get all these bad spirits out of so here. Live, you know? So uh, Ian live, says sure. live sucks. I kind of agree with him. Uh, Why? TV. Well, because you can't see the detail. And to me, it's all about the detail. I feel like mm. that's a big uh, a big part of what we're doing. Live, they have television screens in the room as well. Like, oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, well, that fixes that. Ian, we should go. I mean... <laughs> Granted, granted, it. That's you know, funny that I didn't think of that. But granted, it, it depends on the promotion you're at. You know, maybe if it's like some little like neighborhood fight, no. But if it's like UFC, yeah, you go there. There's big screens everywhere. You can see all the angles the same way people see it on TV. Huh? Yeah. Like. No I, kidding. Like, okay. I did, yeah. So if they're right there, close to you, close enough to you, but then you're yeah. watching with all the people you don't like. You ever go to one of those things that everybody's like talking? They're like, "Man, why don't you just blah blah blah?" And you got to tune yeah. all that out. It's true. It's true. I guess. So then I, you got a lot of that going on. I guess I'll recant my statement a little bit and say I think I like watching it t- on TV with with people I care about in like a house. I really sit right more, in yeah, here and watch. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That that I think both of those things have their have their time and place. You know? All right. So uh, is evading or running okay in MMA? Evading or running, I think. You ever seen that as yeah. a strategy? I, I think that's a. I think that's fine. You're fighting. Okay, so if it's in the strategy, yeah, I mean, if, if, you're if, coming in and then comboing out. Even if it's not, man, retreat is not something to to look down upon. It's part of the strategy it's, of it's, war. It's part of yeah. It's warfare. You're talking about yeah. if, if I got to retreat for a second, and as you're chasing me, I, I'm setting up traps. Too bad. That's on you. You yeah. know, the Otis is on you now. Yeah, I like to come that. to come get me. So it is what it is, you know. And if you don't want to come get me, then maybe I'll come get you once I've you know rested a bit, you know. But you got to use what you got to use. I, I, I'm not one that's like, oh, you got to just stay in there and throw hands. It's like, no, it's a fight. And most people who say those kind of things probably have never been in a fight or never been in the ring before with somebody else. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, I do like seeing action. I mean, I agree. People come there to pay to see action. I think they so don't run away the entire time. I think they get pissed when. Um, uh, Oh, whoa. John Eden says you sleep through fights. What? <laughs> Hold on. If, if he stays at a house party for it. Wow. You sleep through the, is, that, is that a story? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I have been known to sleep during parties. Oh, okay, I, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm just like kind of borderline narcoleptic. Oh, okay. Like James has seen me eating food and passing out yeah, mid, while you're mid-bite. Eating. Yeah, yeah, you know, so not so much anymore, though. I don't know if it's like I changed my diet or something. I yeah, maybe. Vitamin B12 or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I have fallen asleep at uh, fight parties. I think I think though it was the one uh, it was at Pete, it was at Pete's house right John is that what you're talking uh, about probably yeah 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 so, I, have you ever fallen asleep uh, during one of your own fights <laughs> <laughs> that's true narcolepsy never like, ah, and you're like hang on hang no on. no that's true ego yeah. <laughs> you fall asleep you're just like I'm not going I'm not doing that I kind of underestimated him you know I fell asleep during the second round yeah I just, so I kind of underestimated him I, I, I slept on him you know I literally, literally slept literally on slept him, on him. <laughs> that uh, cost me that second round because I, <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> he had mouth. I was out. That's funny. But I wasn't unconscious. I was just resting. I was, I was just chilling. It was chill. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Um, um, what do you yeah. think about running? You, you, I think running strategy. Yeah. Uh, Paul and I had this argument last week that uh, Paul, that running is part of the strategy, and I believe that uh, that if you're, um, yeah, that if you're running uh because you're trying to draw the guy to you like you said setting up traps yeah, and then, up then traps the onus is now on you to do the right thing the other guy exactly you. exactly so yeah. yeah i think it's got its place i'm cool with it i feel like people hate on mayweather so much because oh they're like he just runs and yeah but he's hitting he's, he's not doing he, his job he's not he's not not hitting the guy otherwise yeah. he wouldn't win <laughs> 
Would you rather be an underdog or have the confidence that everybody thinks you're going to win this thing? Paul's full underdog. Paul is full underdog. Ooh, I like the underdog takes a lot of pressure off you. Like one time I competed in a right. Tough, I, I feel that way about life. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean no, it for real. Yeah, no, like right. I, I literally sabotage my own success sometimes because Ooh. It's, it's fear of failure. Um, That's like why I keep fear, fear of failure, but also fear of success because mm-hmm. you get to that success point. Now what? Am I capable of that? And then you and then you sabotage yourself a little. You see yourself do it. You're like, what the. But but fear of success is ultimately fear of failure, really. Cause, yeah, because you're like ah, I'm and gonna get I'm gonna there fail. and I'm gonna fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like can I can I can I recover a fall from the heights that I've astounded to? Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Once I get there, if I fall, am I gonna die? Yeah. So it's the same <laughs> thing. It's that underdog syndrome. I, I'm, I'm yeah, better yeah. as an underdog. I'm better hungry. I think I've and always I, been an underdog in my life. Yeah. I was. I came into this world like ah, you're born in the middle of a civil war. Get out of it, underdog. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. So I do think you, since day one. Do I, you feel like? Uh, do you feel like things have changed for you? Because people are always telling you now. You get a lot of feedback about the potential you have and all these yeah. great things. Has that changed how you approach uh, anything in your life? Maybe in a negative way. Like because now all of a sudden you're the winner. Uh, well, I don't you're, know. I don't you're know the, you're the odds-on favorite. I don't know if I'm a, if I'm winning. I'm still, <laughs> I still lose. But um, now I think there's more responsibility for me. I think I have more people. That but you count embrace on me. it. Oh yeah, for sure. See, you I embrace into... it and think about it consciously. I think if if a person doesn't embrace it, yeah. then it becomes the enemy. Then that 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 becomes a problem. Yeah, it, it cripples them for sure. Yeah. It's like crippling, you know. It's like it's like that anxiety that they just don't want to move or make a move. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, let's fail forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to, you got to. Otherwise, what am I? I fail anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can fail uh, backwards. That's paralysis by analysis. What you talked about. Mm, just there, by the mm-hmm. way. I love paralysis that. I, by I love that term. By the way, I, you know who said that? Ooh. Barbecue, please. <laughs> <laughs> we need a better thing for barbecue, yeah. please. That's like, <laughs> he's not a savage, my man. He's Bar- bitten. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Oh, he's he's been that. Uh, he's been that karate. Um, yeah, we need to sure. jump ahead here because I, I got to get out of here in a few minutes. Um, with all the jujitsu content out there today, is it just <laughs> easier to learn from uh, f- learn from home? And how do you boil it down? What do you think? <clears throat> Man, no, mm. I don't think so. I used to, mm. I would, if you would ask me that a couple years ago, I would have said, yeah, uh, yeah, I can learn from anywhere, whatever, because yeah. I traveled around and all this stuff. Right. But now James has changed my mind about that. Because I never fully feel like I've learned anything until I've run it past James, talked about it with him, because he's like the encyclopedia, the physical encyclopedia. Yes. Meaning that, like, he's really taken the responsibility that we're talking about mm-hmm. to the next level of, like, embracing all this knowledge and, and organizing it daily. And it's a lot of work, but he does the work. Yeah. He's not like, you know, he's not like a classic work ethic kind of guy. You don't see him out, you know, he's not that kind of guy. You wouldn't see him out there, you know, milking the cows at 5 a.m. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But he's. But he really takes that work part super seriously, yeah. and uh, and that work is the conscious decision to process this information correctly all the time. And so, as a result, that's where I got to go. I got to talk to him. I got to get it the right way. Yeah, and and I agree with you one hundred percent on that. The fact that James is that kind of person that put that time and did it, but other, in all in all honesty, a lot of these guys like Dan and her, and even if James made his own video. It would still be James teaching the video and you'd be learning at home. I think the major difference here is that you don't have anyone watching your mistakes and correcting yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, whoa, yeah, yeah. You don't even know this, but you're doing this. Your hips need to move a little more this way. Exactly. And you can't convey every little detail in a thing. And this is – you're going to see this. If you're newer, mm. um, you're going to see this with training. And then you'll be sitting there watching on the mat. You'll hear James teach something or somebody – you'll hear a teacher teach something and you'll go, why isn't he saying this part? Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about that other little detail. And, yep. and I've – often made this mistake a few times where I've corrected a teacher 
and mm. I've said, hey, uh, you know, but also if they move, don't forget, if they move their hip, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Oh, yeah, just and don't forget to talk about Yeah, that's happened to me before. Afterward, the instructor came to me and was like, hey, um, I have a concept of what, what the brain can process at any given moment, and mm. I'm giving them as much as they can carry. Yeah. So you can't add to that while I'm teaching. But it's crazy because I think in an instructional, that's different than a class. In a class, because it's you like, can pause it and look because at you it. can, yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm, I'm, if it's a nine-hour instructional, why would I waste any second not giving you every detail? You know right, what I mean. Right. So I think that's different than a class setting where you have new people coming in at any time. In this DVD, you have time to sit with it, digest it. So if you're doing a DVD or an instructional, you better be giving every single little detail about it. Because why not? Because yeah. that's what I'm paying two hundred fifty dollars for your DVD. Yeah. So it better have everything. Better have everything. Everything. Yeah. So I think that's a little different well, than class. Stuff is, it, you know, it's there. Yeah, it is there. And, and they're showing it. And you can pause it. And right. you can look at it. You can go, oh, his toes are like that. It's not like in the moment class. Yeah, I see, just started. That's it's, what I'm referring to. Yeah. And then you get in there. And then, um, you know, and a lot of people fall into that where they're like, hey, wait. And they want to instruct before they're ready to instruct. I was always doing that. Mm-hmm. because, And also, you know, lower belts that ask you questions or whatever. But I feel this. Uh, I feel like the instinct is to share with them. And that's fine. But you got to always. Always give the disclaimer, you know, bro. I'm I'm a total work in progress. If I'm giving you anything, there's holes in it. So please, please, please. Yeah. yeah. If you like it, take a private on it. Yeah. With yeah, James yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like get the details because I may be way off base. This mm-hmm. thing may not even matter. Like you may get show it to James and he's like, yeah, that never works. I even <laughs> fuck with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even James will take things and take it to Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, hey, this this and that. You know. So it's like everybody has their tears. You know. It's not like we're all. Everybody has their tears. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Can you- so that brings us to women's MMA. <laughs> no, just joking. Yo, he's wild. You've been wild since day one. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. Yeah, actually. where are we at? Uh, <laughs> uh, would you rather fight? This um, is our final question. Hold on. We're on the final question. Okay. Okay. Are I you like ready? This. Okay. Okay. Would you rather fight a bobcat or Husamar Pajares? Oh, that's a that's a no brainer. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's a, <laughs> it's a no brainer simply because. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say this. Husamar Pahalas. That's a good one for Husamar. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, is, yeah. that is. <laughs> I would say it's a no-brainer because of one factor. Okay. I can tap to one of them. To the bobcat? I can only tap. <laughs> no. Yeah. I can only tap no. to one. The other one's not going to care if I tap. No, neither it, of them are. No, no. Paul, Actually, Husamar won't either. <laughs> Bro, that was why I got kicked out of the UFC. No, but, but he'll break you and then it'll be over. But the bobcat will eat you and kill you. I'd almost rather have that happen than have, have him break your knee. <laughs> break break my knee and then cool, I get reconstructive knee surgery. But with the bobcat, it's like rip my arms apart, bite me. And, and the bobcat's biting and scratching. Paul ain't doing all that. He might be doing all that. No, he's, <laughs> he's never been known to. <laughs> he might be doing all that. He might bite you. Yeah, he might bite you. He might, do, right. he might give you a sensual bite. All right, is there anything you want to cover that we didn't cover? Um, so, I think we're pretty close to there. Yeah, you know what I'm is saying? That a, that's all of it for today? You know, I'm just going to say, don't throw up gang signs while you're training and, you know, just keep keep it light. You Did know? that happen? I've seen people throw up. <laughs> it happened one time at the old gym on Victory. Really? Somebody, oh, you told me about this? Yeah, somebody came up and he was throwing up gang signs and I think he yeah. came with a friend of his and uh, James was just like, what the heck is this guy doing throwing up gang signs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he ended up leaving though, but yeah, just don't throw up gang signs if you oh, go to a school. By the way, I was that's telling cool. everybody before the podcast about my, uh, my vaccine. I got a vaccine shot. Oh, yeah? You vaccinated all the way or just like your first one? Okay, so I pull up and the National Guard dude I talked to, he goes, um, he goes, uh, okay, so uh, are you aware that you're getting the Vaza, the Vaza vaccine? The uh, vaccine? I'm like, well, I've what? never even heard of Vaza. <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah, you're getting the Vaza vaccine. Uh, that's the brand, Vaza. Okay. And my wife is like, I don't know what that is. And he's like, yeah, Vaza. 
and uh, not Pfizer. No, <laughs> not, not, she, not no, Pfizer. He, she goes, it's Johnson, Moderna, Moderna, and, and Pfizer. then Pfizer. Is Pfizer. it Pfizer? And it's he goes, Pfizer. he goes, man, I've been trying to get that right all day. <laughs> He didn't have like an accent. <laughs> he goes, I've been trying to get that right all day. Pfizer. Wow. He th- he didn't have it right. He thought it was Vaza. He didn't know what Pfizer was. So he was like, so he was telling people Vaza. This is the golden part of this. He was telling people Vaza and they were going, okay, I guess I just am getting the Vaza one. And they drove off <laughs> thinking they're getting this off-brand vaccine. They're like, go ahead, stick it in there. Think about that. How many people? That's... It was 11 in the morning when we showed up. So oh, that means man. there was a whole string of people yeah, hundreds, that were like, maybe a hundred. Here we go. I'm getting yeah. the off-brand. Getting, getting the Vaza. Getting that Walmart vaccine. <laughs> in that CBS. Getting that Walgreens. Then my wife goes, is it one shot or two? And he goes, um, it's just one shot. Okay. And okay. then uh, she goes, but I thought the Pfizer was two. And he goes, nope, just one. And then uh, 21 days from now, you're going to get another one shot. Uh, She's all, that's two. And he goes, no, just one. Who is this guy? Somebody fire this man. <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah. And then they asked us all these interview questions, and they, they came over two people, two different sides of the car. One of them was asking me questions: uh, Have you had a, um, a, a you know, Allergy, fever, yeah. chill, chills, fever, chills? Have you been exposed to coronavirus? You just like, and can I you said, just shoot no. me up already. No, Jeez. there was like four questions. Yeah, and it was like no. And then my wife was getting interviewed, and like a second later, and I'm sitting there listening, and he, he asked all kinds of questions that the other dude didn't ask me. And I'm like, what? wait, what? <laughs> like good, good I'm questions? Like, hey, nobody asked me if I was allergic to vaccines. <laughs> What's going on? He don't care about you. Yeah. That's yeah. inequality. That's, that's gender inequality. Well, it was pretty funny. This guy's like cutting corners. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I got most of this. <laughs> this guy looks like he's going to get this I vaccine got, regardless. I got this. I'm just going to guess on a lot of these. Regardless. He's going to get it. <laughs> You know you're getting the Vaza, right? Yeah, don't worry about it. If you come through here thinking it's a vaccine you've never heard of, yeah, this doesn't uh, matter it, at all. This doesn't. You don't. Don't worry about it. Okay, it's off brand. All right. So, That's uh, funny. so in 21 days, I'm fighting Ian. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm getting the second one, and me and Ian are. It's are on. you back at the gym? You gonna come yeah, back? Y'all f- are you serious? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. That's good. Jay, uh, Joel and I had a good run, man, and we're gonna keep doing it in the garage. Cool. But um, but we're ready to train. Damn, Joel's already back. Joel already exited the pussy. I told yes. pussy whip fight club. He's ah, like, he didn't ah. exit. No, he, he just he, spread I, the knowledge. No, he's out. He's out. He's cold turkey. Out. No, he's he dropped. Not. He dropped the ball on it. Sorry, no. buddy. You're the only member Man. now. That's great. I'm the sole member. The soul <laughs> he's the founder, member. soul member, soul, soul brother number one. All right. Thank you very much for listening to the Post Roll Podcast and yep. catching us on the live stream. Next time we will be on time just like today. So we'll put the thing out on Post Roll Podcast on Facebook or Jiu-Jitsu Pokemon on Facebook. Please check out our page. Check out uh, postrollpodcast.com. Uh, Did y'all like the cut, though? Y'all like the cut, right? Yeah, yeah. It was worth it. Beautiful. <laughs> Post Roll Podcast. Uh, Podbean.com, and uh, that's where you get the podcast. Oh, yeah. And we are working on the Patreon page, and it looks like John Eden has found an artist for Barbecue Please. Heck yeah, John, let's go. We'll have shirts in no time, and we'll be giving them to you on, on Patreon. So check it out, and we will bring you all the questions that you ask. Barbecue. So go ahead and um, send us questions, messages at um, Jiu-Jitsu Pilgrim's Facebook page or at the website. You can email us and, um, okay. and communicate with us. Send us questions, things we can put in here for you into the docket. And John, you know Barbecue Please is a brother. Right? Yeah, he's a brother. He, he's yeah. a brother. Barbecue Eccles from from ancient, yeah, Baba Pre-Dorian, 
Yeah, he's definitely a brother, man. Three Dorian Greece. He's one of those Moors, you know, that traveled all over the wor- world and, and gave all the Europeans all this knowledge and stuff and taught yeah. them how to live. He's and one of those flavor guys. And rhythm. And fla- yeah, rhythm. And, <laughs> and gave them the Renaissance period. Like, that's one of the, yeah. not, not in the history books. That's one of those. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we didn't have a recorded history, um, somebody might have carved Elvis Presley's face on a wall and they'd be like, oh, that's the guy who created the blues. Yes, no, li- literally. <laughs> no, it was if, the Moors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they would have just totally taken that out of history books. They'd have like, yo, it's Elvis. Yeah. 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 There's no Johnny Cat. There's none of those guys. Nah. John. Motivation and hours of frustration for every single revelation. Ooh. Oh, okay. I can have Scotty. I don't know. For some reason, I thought those were just like like ornaments. No, they're biscottis. are edible. They <laughs> thought, look like ornaments. I thought they were just ornaments. I was they look like, like oh. something you'd hang on your Christmas tree and they're like paint. <laughs> Oh, They're okay. hard cooking. Are, they, are these fake here? Are they just here in the bowl? I was telling everybody earlier that I thought that biscotti is a stupid name for a, something that you're, a man eats. It should be called like man finger or coffee rocks. Coffee rocks. <laughs> that's why I don't like eating them. Biscotti. I feel like I'm trying to be something I'm not. I'm trying to eat some man rocks, okay? Yeah, let's out have of, a man rock. Out of context, that doesn't sound right. Mm. <laughs> man rocks. Okay, dip down the guar key. Dip Kind of like my other wife Great to do the super live Man rocks They look at us and wonder how we made it Sacrifice and work hard for the basics Know that look on your face You hate it Fuck you, please No, that's Who's men are Paul Harris? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah Who's them all? This is Robbie Kick, please Spitting the knowledge Mmm Bye-bye. Love y'all.